Good morning. Welcome to Being Aware of Awareness Meditation. You will hear three bells this morning, one shortly after I stop speaking, one around the 30-minute mark, and one at the end of the meditation. Perhaps we start this morning by just taking some deep breaths. Letting the in-breath be longer than the out-breath and letting it fill the lungs completely. To breathe in, you may choose to say the word always to yourself. As you breathe out, you may choose to breathe, speak the word always. And as you breathe in, you may choose to speak the word home, either to yourself or out loud. Breathing in, home. Breathing out, always. Um. Always. Home. Always. As we keep our attention on the breathing, and we notice the sensation every time the word home is repeated. Focus seems to be drawn inward. Always home. Speaks to the truth that we've always known. 
I am always here. This is always home. Perhaps we'll just stay with this practice for a little bit. Breathing in as we say home, breathing out as we say always. 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 So gently settle into these first few moments. You may have already noticed that the system has settled it down. But just the mere act of paying attention to breathing seems to bring the entire nervous system of the body into alignment. Sending cues of safety. And relaxation. As we turn our attention from the breathing, we now put our attention on that which was here before the breathing. That sense of here-ness. That sense of spaciousness and nowness. We just watch becoming more interested in that which is watching. And in the objects that arise.
maybe let ourselves get a little bit curious about what is watching. What do we notice about that that is watching? The indescribable. Field of spaciousness. You sense the stillness of it. Can you sense the quietness of it? Sense this patience of it. The just beingness of it. This awareness that is always watching. always available. What do you notice about it? Could you let your curiosity just investigate? The silence of awareness, the ever-presence of awareness. The sense that this is what I am points to this spacious openness is always here before the light hits any object before 
the senses can perceive anything. This is the only way in which objects can be sensed by the being of this that we always are. Never changing. Never unavailable. It was there when we were sleeping. It was the first thing there upon awaking. And it is there now. Can you feel the clarity and the acceptance of the truth that this is what you are? more this practice continues, the more you may notice that every time a thought arises, it's like a fly flying by, it just brushes away because there's so much more interest in getting to know that which is watching, the beingness that is what we are. So much more interesting to watch this. Then to put attention on anything that shows up, any thought, any sensation. This becomes more interesting. than anything of the world. This is home. This is where the seeking has led us, to the place that we never left.
just like Dorothy and the Red Slippers. We click our heels three times. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. And we are not magically transported anywhere. We are just aware that we have always been home. NTI James chapter 20 says when the light begins to dawn within the mind you will recognize it. And yet, you will not understand it or accept it completely at first. And so you may also fear it. This is only the reaction of a mind long blinded by darkness. When it first encounters the reality of light, Let this fear not upset you. It is natural in the transition. But because you have seen a glimmer of the light, it will call to you. And you will follow it through your fear. For somehow you know that in the light lies the absence of fear and all that you have ever sought. Home, always.
Matthew John chapter 20 continues. As you listen for the light, the light will grow brighter in your sight. It will speak to you and touch you so that you know it's, it is the light's intention to reach you. You may sense that the light comes from someplace else outside of you, but you will not be mistaken regarding the love of the light, which is undoubtedly for you. The love of the light is for you. The love of the light is for you. Love of the light is for you.
love of the light is undoubtedly Love of the light is undoubtedly for you. And the I, John, chapter 20 continues. Next, a merging will seem to occur. You will continue to sense the light as if it comes from a source that is separate from you. But you will begin to notice that the light is within you also. It will move you and work through you. 
and you will begin to feel excited about following its guidance. During this time, miracles will move you. And you will notice that you have begun to change. Times of doubt will visit also. But if you open to me, even within your moments of doubt, the miracles that you experience will convince you that your face is well-placed and you will continue to follow the guidance of the light. You will continue to follow the guidance of the light because the love of the light is undoubtedly for you. You will follow the guidance of the light because the love of the light is undoubtedly for you.
the way that Dr. David Hawkins points to this, he says, the only thing one can actually do is to be one's potential to the fullest. You will follow the guidance of the light because the light is undoubtedly for you. The only thing one can actually do is to be one's potential to the fullest. The decision is to allow rather than to do. As we rest in this place we know is home, we can sense the truth, the truth that these words point to, but they don't describe it fully. They certainly point to it. You will follow the guidance of the light because the love of the light is undoubtedly for you.
as we watch from this place of allowance, it becomes quite apparent that the doing was always just happening. That the narrator was only telling a story about what was already happening. And therefore all we could have ever been doing was allowing, allowing what was happening, but believing that the narrating was telling us that we were doing it. some sense that those who have ears, let them hear is what is meant in this moment. Helen Hamilton writes in chapter 24 of Dissolving the Ego, asking for help. The very moment you choose to do this work, then the whole universe begins to move for you and with you. A multitude of unseen help will come to you in all manner of ways. And so you must stand alone and resolute. And yet the moment you do, all the awakened beings that have ever walked this earth will come to aid you. Because the irony of waking up is that we come to see that we are all one consciousness, appearing as many. And yet somehow, you must choose to do this work alone. No teacher, sage, or guru can make this happen for you. Nobody can be in your mind 
choosing what to focus on in every moment. You must choose as a seemingly separate entity until the chooser has vanished. So as Dr. David Hawkins says, the only decision is to allow rather than do. And you will choose to follow the guidance of the light because the love of the light is undoubtedly for you. When Hamilton writes, your mind has no idea how to wake up or even what the awakened state feels or looks like. All it can do 
is look for feelings or sensations and compare them with previous ones. The noumenon is not a feeling. Points right back to Dr. David Hawkins. The decision is to allow rather than to do. Trusting that we cannot possibly know what anything is for. The only decision is to allow rather than do. And so we find ourselves devoted to knowing this truth for ourselves. We are the only ones that can make that choice. And we will never be alone in that choice. because the love of the light is undoubtedly for us.
Helen Hamilton writes in chapter 24 of Dissolving the Ego. I don't know is humility and openness that must lead to awakening. The truth is that you really do not know anything. It has to be shown what each thing means rather than assuming, oh, this is good or that is bad. And if you have a teacher, if you have access to a true teacher, then align with them, ask for their help. Ask for any help you can get. You may feel called to a particular master such as Christ, Krishna, or the Buddha. You may simply feel connected to the angels or have your own way of receiving help. It does not matter what you call it because you really are finessing the power of the infinite noumenon to help you. Be open, humble, and determined, and you have to succeed. It is not a question of if you will wake up, but when. All the sages of the ages gone past and present have been through this process and there is no shortcut. All you need will come to you. Simply make the first step. Be devoted to truth. And all else will happen for you step by step. Be devoted to truth. Because the love of the light is undoubtedly for you. And we are always home.
go right back to Dr. David Hawkins. The only decision. is to allow rather than do.